Hey, welcome back to another episode of Caffeinated CX, where we talk about CX and stuff, all in a hyper-caffeinated state. I'm David, your host. Before we start, I'm going to do the usual and ask that you uh, review, rate, and share this show, because together, we can make the show grow. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, ghosts and ghouls, squirrels and lemurs, and everyone in between, we want growth. We want massive growth, not only for the show, but in our own personal and professional lives, because that's why we're here. This podcast is to help people in the CX and the contact center space be more, be better, make things better, not only for customer service employees, but customers as well, because yeah. Let's face it, right now, things are not looking good for customers across the board. Um, People hate dealing with customer service. People hate having to wait in line or in queue or, you know, on hold because, yeah, that's where we are right now, isn't it? Isn't it, guys? And that's that's really sad. I mean, study after study have come out showing... Hey, customer satisfaction is at an all-time low. Hey, everybody sucks. Hey, yeah. Maybe maybe we can change that a little bit here. So, but that's not what we're going to be talking about today. Today, we're going to be talking about risk and reward. And mostly, employee risk is what we're going to be talking about. I had to have a little sip of the old coffee because my throat feels a little uh, scratchy, and that's okay. That's okay, because it's 6.42 in the morning, and yeah, that's when we do these. That's when the caffeine first starts kicking in, and we can just go. But I've wasted enough of your time. Let's just dive right into today's episode. Well... Well, well, a lot of the times, most of the times, people talk about risk when it comes to owning a business, right? It's the entrepreneur, the business owner that's putting up all of the risk in a company, right? Company goes under, it's on him. He's taking that risk. He savings wiped out, blah, 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 stuff like that. Nobody ever talks about the employee's risk in joining a company. Right? The employee is, has a lot of risk in joining a new company. Um, that goes from, you know, a culture aspect. That goes to a pay aspect. That goes to, uh, you know, their career aspect. Literally, when an employee joins your team, they are putting their career and their growth into your hands. Period. And it's up to you, the business owner, the manager, the director, the C-level, whatever, to help them develop and help them grow. And the employees are taking a risk with that because there are a lot of companies out there that uh, don't facilitate growth. They don't want or even think about their employees' professional and personal growth. And that's really sad to me. That's really sad. So let's take it from the top. Let's take 
the recruitment ad. And we're not going to get into recruiters, but we'll, we'll just cover the recruitment ad. Why is it that the majority of ads out there outside of Colorado usually don't have a salary range on the ad itself? Why is that? Just seems a little bit weird to me. A little bit weird. Maybe maybe they just forgot to put it on there. Maybe it's for a reason that I can't ascertain, that I can't wrap my little brain around. Why is there no salary range? Why would someone apply to a job that doesn't have a salary range? Oh, this job is right up my alley. Look at this job description. Look, I meet all the requirements. I wonder how much they pay. I'm making this now, so it has to be at least that, maybe a little bit more. And then, you know, you get through the eight-step interview process, and it's for 20k less a year once everything is said and done. That's a uh, that's not cool. That was a lot of wasted time. Um, you're going to have to have a lot of uh, perks and benefits to make up that 20K loss, that 20K pay cut. Wow. That's ridiculous. And when they get in, when they get into the company, let's say they do it anyway, then what if the culture is not a good fit? What if they were just hiring someone to fill the, fill the position and didn't give a crap about the culture. That's uh, that's kind of risky. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty risky, indeed, as they say. And then, you know, they get in, they find out the culture is not a fit. There's no training or anything. It's just like, hey, you're here. There's your desk. Get to it. And they're like. Uh, there's no specific way you want this done or, you know, can I get some direction? Nah, you'll figure it out. What a good way to lose employees and just have that ad constantly out there, constantly filtering through. And until you get the unicorn that, you know, will get it right. will know intuitively exactly what the hiring manager was looking for. So... I don't know. That seems a little risky. Um, you know, and then it comes to, like, you know, budget cuts. This is the biggest employee risk at all of all, especially if you're in the customer service field or the customer service department or one that's not, quote, unquote, revenue generating. Those are usually, usually the first positions to be cut. So... You do a great job. You love uh, you love dealing with the customers. You love solving issues. You love being the representative of the brand. But, you know, an expansion didn't happen or a product failed. And, well, bye. We're going to replace you with an IVR or a chatbot. Cool. Cool. Or we're going to send your job and the jobs of your peers over to another country where we can more or less take advantage of uh, low cost and low low pay. And yeah, yeah sure, sure. You know, there, there might be a J curve, right, with, uh, with skill level and, you know, everything else. But 
that's fine. We we saved a couple percentage points on the uh, on the bottom line. That that's 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 worth it. That's worth it. Have fun getting unemployment for six months. Yep. So, just uh, we're bantering around with uh, risk, with who takes the most risk, the employer and the employee. It uh, it's kind of uh, it's a lot more equal than what a lot of people say. So, yeah. Now, what's the reward? What's the reward of being a business owner and then an employee? Well. In a good company with a strong culture and um, that focuses on growth, not only of the company, but also of the individual, the reward is massive. You're going to skill up. You're going to learn skills that you didn't even know you could do. You're going to learn new things. You're going to be able to meet new people. You're going to be able to take your career up the ladder because in a good culture, there's upwards progression. There's upward mobility. And then soon you'll be able to either use your skills to either secure a really good position in your current company or move to a different company or start your own business with those skills that you've learned. And that's awesome. That's great. You're going to meet some new friends. You're going to meet some new acquaintances. You're going to network. You're going to get paid well because with growth comes growth and pay normally and then you know the reward for the business owner is they can get more wealth they can reinvest in the business they can eventually maybe sell the business if that's their goal you know and retire on a beach and uh, sip pina coladas or mojitos or whatever it is people drink on the beach i don't know drinking in the sun doesn't really mesh well for me, but that's because I'm not a really big big fan of the beach at all. If I had a choice between a beach and like a snowed-in cabin, I would take the cabin any day of the week. Any day of the week. Cold is good. And let's just leave aside the fact that if I'm out in the sun for like more than 10 minutes, uh, I become like, you know, a lobster, you know, that's okay though, but the risks and the rewards are both great and you can't get into a new job without taking some risk. That's why you need to research. That's why you need to look into companies that you're about to start. Read their glass door, have a keen eye to see if any of those reviews are fake, right? Just when you're coming into the interview, see how people are acting, right? See how people talk to each other. Observe. Observe when they inexplicably make you wait for like half an hour before your interview, even though you got there, you know, 10, 15 minutes early. And you're still, you know, you still have to wait half an hour past the start time. It's like going to the doctor sometimes, isn't it? It's weird. Um, but anyway observe. Observe how people talk to each other. Observe how they interact. Observe the general atmosphere of the area. And hopefully they just don't put you in a lobby with like other applicants because then you can't really see anything. But when you're on your way to the interview room, look. Listen. Ask 
questions. Ask questions for the person interviewing you, the hiring manager, if that's who you're dealing with. And then make a decision. Because you don't want to get into a, a place where you won't fit in, that the culture is trash, that, hey, we're a family, but you got to go now because daddy made a bad decision. So, and that's a, that's another thing that always bothered me. We're a family. We're, we're a family here at Megacorp. But, like all families, we're going to have to let you go. Because we can't afford you anymore. You're going to have to go. Maybe not on the street. Because for six months, you'll get this unemployment check. Oh, and here's a little severance. So... And then, like, you're taking a risk before you even get the job now, as we've seen with uh, one crypto company where they sent out a bunch of job offers. People uh, accepted the job offers, you know, you know, put in their two weeks at other places. And then right before they were going to start that new job, the offer letters were all rescinded and the company did a 10% layoff. So those people, one, that worked there, got let go. And the people that weren't even there, yeah, that's not cool. I wonder if they even qualify for unemployment because of that. Probably not. That sucks even more. You're taking a risk with everything. Every Life is a risk. Sometimes the reward is worth it, and that's what you got to strive for. you gotta, you got to care more about the reward and you care about the risk while keeping your head above water. That's all I'm saying. So, who takes the most risk in a situation? Is it the business owner? Is it the employee? Or is it a spectrum? That's all I'm asking. So, that's today's episode of Caffeinated CX. Let's make things better for employees and for customers. And, yeah. Bye.